Welcome to day eight of the Big Iron Podcast Marathon. Today's topic is my top five pieces of equipment that I used most on the ranch. My name is Andrew Shigori, and this is the Big Iron Podcast. We're here to entertain and educate any who are inclined to or otherwise interested in the livestock raising, garden growing, do it yourself, keep hitting it till it quits moving type of life. Modern problems require modern solutions but there is a wealth of knowledge to draw from those that came before us. Presented by PNC Cattle Pens, top-of-the-line equipment specifically for Texas Longhorns and more. From hay rings and panels to squeeze chutes and complete working systems, PNC Cattle Pens has what you need. To keep you and your herd running safe and efficiently, check them out at pccattlepens.com. That's P-C-C-A-T-T-L-E. P-E-N-S dot com. Now let's throw this skunk on the table and get down to business. This one's going to be exactly what it sounds like. I'm going to list the top five pieces of equipment that I use and why I think they're the most useful. This is obviously going to vary a little bit case by case, but here's mine. A good guideline if you're looking to get started. Number one has to be the side-by-side. The ranch I work is fairly large, and I use that RTV side-by-side for everything. It would take me over an hour just to walk from one end of the ranch to the other. So having something that I can throw my feed sacks or my whatever in the back of and drive to the other end where I need to work for the day is super important, super convenient. The machine I use is a Kubota RTV X1140. It has a three-cylinder diesel engine, a hydraulic dump bed, and it's four-wheel drive. The four-wheel drive has proved very useful. We have a lot of woods on the property, a lot of low spots and mud holes, uh, not in the pastures really, but in some of the fence rows and stuff like that. So that four-wheel drive has come in handy many times. That diesel engine is hard to beat. Um, it's farm equipment, so I can just fill it up right there from the farm-use diesel tank that I use for the tractors and stuff. And she gets me where I need to go. Number two. A squeeze chute. So we use a PNC cattle pins longhorn cage because we run only Texas longhorn cattle on Hidden Springs Ranch. I've used several different types of longhorn chute and it's my favorite by far. There's a reason why they're the title sponsor of this podcast. I wouldn't do that if I didn't believe in their product. Let me tell you a story. When I was first hired by Hidden Springs Ranch, there were roughly 50 head of half-wild Texas Longhorns on the backside of this property. There was a 100 by 150 catch pin and a homemade chute that was tricky (laughs) to use. Using that setup, I caught, vaccinated, dewormed, branded, measured, and tagged every head 
and castrated at least 15 bull calves in the first six months. And again the next year with about 30 head. I had my fingers mashed, my nose bloodied, my face bruised, my ribs bruised, my legs bruised. I got horned and cow kicked more times than I can count. And I got tossed over the fence by a bull once. <laughs> Man, I had a lot of fun <laughs> doing that. But that's the, that's besides the point. Um, not to mention cows jumping out of the pen and escaping between the posts in the loadout area. It was not a really sustainable way of managing those cattle. Um, I definitely got by. And with a smaller operation, I think I could have for sure made it work. You know, use what you have. Make what you work what you have work. I'm, I'm all about that. For the bigger operation that we were going for with this ranch, that was not really a sustainable way to continue managing those cattle. Um, the cow-calf operation that we wanted to have, have to be able to catch everybody really safely, and I mostly work by myself, so catch everybody really safely by myself, be able to work them, be able to do, you know, AI, blood work, whatever, um, so I'm so glad that we now have the shoot and pin set up that we do. We got the PNC, uh, longhorn shoot, like I said, and the Lebjoski, uh, uh, panels, extra height. So nobody's jumping out anymore. My vet is also really glad that we got that. He actually AI'd a few cows for us in that old setup once and, uh, before, after I got the herd numbers down from the original one, we were trying to move forward with some better genetics. We still had that older setup, and and he came out and AI'd for us. And Brent, you're a good man. That's all. That's all I got to say. The best best vet around. But anyway, I'm happy we have this new system. The vet's happy we have the new system, and it's just better all around. Number three, chainsaw. The old chainsaw is going to get its very own number here because of how useful it is. The ranch I work is heavily wooded in many places, and I probably have a couple miles of fence that run directly through some beautiful East Coast hardwood forests. And beautiful though they may be, they're hard on fence. Every storm or stiff breeze, I'm cutting down trees and limbs off the fence. I highly recommend high tensile wire and plastic insulators for fencing if you have a lot of fence that runs through the forest. If a tree falls on it, it doesn't break or bend. So once you cut the tree off, you just pop it back up, reinstall the insulators, and Robert's your father's brother. Now, of course, I don't really mind cutting trees. It is time-consuming, but I don't really mind doing it as long as the cows don't get out. I actually love spending time in the woods and cutting wood reminds me of the time in the mountains of West Virginia with my brother and my grandpa I spent so much of, and it makes me a little nostalgic. Red oak is my favorite wood to cut. It cuts nice, splits nice, burns nice, has good grain, so you can cut it into boards and build with it if you're so inclined. In fact, most of the boards that we put on the side of the barn um, are harder wood boards, oak boards that are rough sawn from a local mill. They make a great board and bat and siding. But there's 
also something to be said for hickory, but it's a little harder on the saw and a little harder to split. Maple is pretty good too. Very pretty grain. Makes pretty boards. Good for furniture and cutting boards and pretty stuff like that. Say American sycamore is probably my favorite standing tree. Oh, it's softwood, no good for milling or stocking since it burns too quick. Cedar and locust are good for fence posts since they are rot and pest resistance. Resistant. You cut a few poles of those and you got you some ready-made fence posts. Anyhow, a chainsaw is a useful tool to have. I put it way up there on my list. Still and Husqvarna are the best. That's a fact. (laughs) Number four. Tractor or skid steer. You're definitely going to want a piece of equipment that you can feed hay with. uh, Round bales. A tractor or a skid steer with a bale spear will get that job done. Um, A skid steer is generally stronger in the hydraulics and it's up closer. The arms aren't as far out, so a better leverage point so you can lift heavier things up and down generally skid steer is good for scraping and cleaning up with a bucket we got a five-way blade for mine so i can clean up the ditches we got a mulching head too um, since we did a lot of property clearing i'm able to go in and mulch up trees and stuff like that and cleaning out cow areas with a bucket the skid steer as its name implies is able to turn a lot sharper um, than a tractor does so that makes cleaning up things really nice but a tractor um, is generally what most people are going to go with um, gen- you know you can get the tractor first and then later on down the road if you're a bigger operation maybe a skid steer is my recommendation but a tractor is better for farm chores like you know bush hogging pastures spraying um, things like that and you can do a lot of things that you can do with a skid steer or with the tractor you know, with the hydraulic arm, uh, forks and bale spear and all that. So, uh, a tractor is usually my recommendation for folks. If you're going to get one piece of equipment, in most cases, a good tractor is what you want. I'm not going to get into the tractor brand debate. I know people have very passionate opinions about that. (laughs) I've used several different kinds. Um, and yeah, like I said, not really going to get into that. Number five is hand tools, you know, fencing pliers, ratchet sets, bolt cutters, T-post driver, adjustable wrenches, channel lock, sledgehammer, air compressor, screwdrivers, knives, etc. You will know what you need as you need it. (laughs) It will become painfully apparent when you need a tool and you don't have it. So then go buy it and you will have it for next time. If you want to have a farm or ranch, you will save a lot of money by learning how to do basic maintenance on your own. Equipment maintenance, you'll need things like a socket set, wrenches, pliers, air compressor, etc. For fence maintenance, you may need things like a chainsaw, fencing pliers, cutters, T-post, driver, etc. <laughs> I'm saying etc. a lot, I feel like. 
But you never know when you will have to fix a fence or throw up a temporary fence real quick. So it's good to have basic fencing tools and a spool of wire, extra T-posts laying around, insulators if you have an electric fence, fence staples if you don't, or um, T-post ties. Have that around because you never know when you're going to have to throw up a temporary fence because something broke or you need to keep the cows away from something. It's very, It's a good thing to have around. So an, assor- an assortment of other tools, obviously, like hammers, vice grips, buckets, shovels, rakes, axes, mowers, weed whackers, flashlights, you get the idea, will be necessary and you will use them over and over again. And again, when you don't have something, it's going to be pretty obvious in the moment what you need and that you don't have it. So... I recommend you just go get it, buy it, you have it for next time. Have a good tool organization system. Staying organized is going to save you a lot of headache in the moment. Something breaks, you need to fix it. If you know exactly where that tool's at, you can go get it. You're going to save yourself a lot of headache. And that's kind of all I got on this one. Those are my five pieces of equipment that I use most on the ranch. And that's it. I'll talk at you tomorrow. Hidden Springs Ranch Beef is 100% registered Texas Longhorn Beef. Try out our new Snack Sticks, lean Longhorn Beef with no nitrates added. Available in hot, mild, sweet, and sweet heat. The hot is my personal favorite. We're happy to say that these Snack Sticks are shelf-stable and we can ship them directly to you. Or if you're in North Carolina, check out our freezer beef options for local pickup halves holes bundle boxes and bulk ground go check it out at hslonghorns.com under the beef tab and use code big iron for a little discount on me hslonghorns.com and hit that beef tab <laughs>